boys, one podcast. Two boys, one podcast. Your movie connection. When it's time for reflecting, we make fun of each other. Then do film reviews. Winner or loser, is this movie right for you? Nope, it sucks. Don't press your luck. You better listen to us. Two boys, one podcast. Hey, that's us. We're the two boys. This is the podcast. No, this time of year. It's your special. I am a ghoul. I am a ghost. <laughs> and you are a ghoul, I believe. Yes, I'm, I'm the ghoul. You're the ghost. This is the yes. the annual spooktacular spectacular. Yes, welcome. <laughs> Uh, to that Happy Halloween, man. It is that special time of year. And to all of our listeners. As I like to call it. Halloween. There's always time for the witching hour. Time for one last time story. Time for one last story. Yeah, so... That would be a good one to watch on Halloween. It would. It was, it was a good one to watch for, when, when we, we watched, watched it. it. Uh, I mean, why don't April you, for 26. for our new listener out there... Um, why don't you explain what's happening? Hi, new listener. Um, so, for a holiday, we skipped the normal uh, seven, seven degrees, six degrees. Is it six or seven? I think it's 11. Okay. 11 degrees of uh, Kevin Smith. And I, I just get to, for Halloween, I just pick some movies. I think Zeke will, well, I know I like them. Yeah. Generally, except for last year. And, uh. Hopefully Zeke will like them, and then for Christmas he gets to do the same, and this year uh, we've cut it down to three for It was five. a production note from our producer so, that we do three movies instead of five this year, because uh, the note... And it was too long. The note it was, was that uh, less of us is more for everybody else, so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> he got bored, and he had to sit there and record us for an hour and a half, and didn't like it. So yeah, you get, you get Halloween, I get Christmas, and sometimes there are other specials that we just yeah. spring on people. Um, yeah, we do that sometimes. But this is your... We did Thanksgiving one time. We did do Thanksgiving one time. Uh, and there was... The, this 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 has always been, like, this from the beginning, from the get, this has been your your holiday that you wanted to do, so... Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I kind of stole it from you from talking about 12 Days of Die Hard, but... Yes, yes. But, I mean, yeah, so how, do we... How do you, It's your show. What do we want to do? You want to jump right in? You want to... You wanna... Well, first we gotta. What are you, what are you doing? That it's the eve of Halloween. It's be pretty quiet. I gotta get some work I done. I haven't said it. Like I've been just buried in editing, which isn't out of the ordinary. But uh, that doesn't sound very spooky. It is. See, it doesn't sound that way, but it's terrifying. Being buried in editing is terrifying. All you do is scream and shout, yes. and no one or comes to rescue. Buried alive. Yes. yes. Okay. But, yeah. How about you? Are you doing anything fun? No, I have a sinus infection or something. My head is pounding. Well, that sounds awful. Are you gonna? Yes, it's not much fun. Buy a bunch of candy and jump into it like Scrooge McDuck, and then eat it with your screen door open, but yet locked, so that all the kids that come to your door don't get any, and you just eat it in front of them. I am. I'm doing it uh, right after this. Hey, that's great. Good for you. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, hopefully that. I have heard that dark chocolate. Uh, cures a sinus infection. Have you really heard that? No, I have not. Uh, corn maze could, yeah, though. It's good. Cause... Well, I, I had the opportunity. I'm sorry I missed it. Man. No, I mean, there's always there's always next year. Next year's witching hour. That's true. 
I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of corn mazes or cornfields out there uh, that are there for you know from planting to before harvest that we could just go run around in and and then get chased by I assume the owner, make our own little haunted house. There could be the one that walks behind the rows. Mm-hmm. You probably don't know what that is. I don't know what that they is. Could be there. Um, Children of the Corn reference. I have seen Children of the Corn. I don't remember that. Is that from the original? Yeah. Are there multiple so of those? I, I don't even know. I don't know. Bunch of them. Oh, for crying out loud, You're you're very disappointing sometimes. Sometimes you remind me that I'm very disappointing all the time. Well, good. You need it. Keeps <laughs> you grounded. I'm always grounded. It's good. Yeah, no, nothing special this Halloween night. I might get to take the day off of work. Oh, really? Feeling like shit. That's that's, that's cool. You get the day off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I might. We'll see. We'll see how I'm feeling. Oh, that's fair. You get it. you got a you got a flu coming. All right. Maybe I don't know. I don't know what it is. Don't feel too good though. Well, that's no good, man. Hope you, I hope this podcast makes oh, well, you feel better. I'll live. I hope it makes you feel as good as our listeners do. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. We can only hope. Yeah, well, that's probably why you're sick. <laughs> Could be. I will say one thing that made me happy this year was uh, our producer also uh, forced us, forced our hand under the influence of just a touch of whiskey to watch earnest movies for all holidays. Yeah, we did a trade. This is the first time we've done an amicable trade. Yeah. So, one of the three this year is... Ernest scared stupid, and it really did cheer me up. I watched Good. it uh, yesterday, yeah. and it was nice. Yeah, do you want to talk about that one first? Yeah, we brought it up. I brought it up, so we might as well. All right. Well, let's hop on it. So do you want to do you, have, do you want to read the actual synopsis, or do you? I don't have it pulled up to you. I'm loading it right now. Do you want some info in the Let's meantime? Yeah, give us some info in the meantime. All right, Ernest Scared Scoop, Stupid. 1991. Other movies released this year. Some alumni. Uh, Hook was uh, 91. Wow, that is alumni. That was the 50th. <laughs> uh, the, good alum. The Abbas Family, Signs of the Lambs, Terminator 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, and Beauty and the Beast. Oh, damn. A few. Wow. It had a budget of about Beauty 9 million. The cartoon. Grossed about 14. $9 million. Yeah. <laughs> My it, goodness. It was uh, the last of the uh, Disney backed. Ernest movies, and uh, second to last one to go into uh, theaters. Mm. So, so you you know a lot about this, I guess. That the um, there were nine Ernest films. Right? Was there nine? I think sure. there were nine. I'll believe you on that one. Yeah, but um, they weren't all Disney. No, right? uh, this was the last. It was technically under Touchstone Pictures, which was like Disney's. We're Disney, but we don't want to say we're Disney. Yeah, they had they like, like Buena Vista was their TV offshoot, mm-hmm. and then Touchstone was like their their. Not really indie arm, but it was like, hey, we don't want to be, yeah, you know, you don't, you don't get the Disney tag. <laughs> right. They don't, they don't want Ernest to be like a canon in like the, uh, the Disney universe. So uh, I did notice that Di- Ernest <laughs> Saves Christmas is the only one on Disney Plus. Oh, is it really? Yeah, mm. yeah. I went. And that's where I first looked. For yeah, yeah, this, yeah. They had like a, a four, I think a, a three or four movie option, and then uh, since this movie did, I think one of the worst out of all the four. Um, they canned it. And then uh, the next one was Ernest Rides Again, which was in theaters for like a week, and everything else went to direct video. Wow. And got progressively, or should say progressively worse, but they got into some strange territory. Kind of had some some peaks and valleys, but ultimately it never got as good as uh, the original four, I guess. 
Sure. So, yeah. I mean, this one in the in the specials that come packaged in DVDs, this this is always there. Like the scared stupid saves Christmas goes to, goes to camp goes to jail. Like those are the kind of the four that you hear about. So, yeah. As, as far as Ernest films, I remember those, the those basketball are the golden, the, those are the golden years. Of those are the Ernest. golden. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the golden years of Ernest. There was. I don't remember the basketball one. Oh yeah, Probably. Ernest uh, Slam Dunk Ernest. Is that what you said, Ron? Yeah, well, I didn't say that, but yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, someone about. did. <laughs> nice. Right on. I never saw that one. Uh, so I have it pulled up, Rob. Do you want me to read the synopsis? Right, let's read it together. Are you ready? Ready. Ernest, Ernest accidentally unleashes, accidentally an, ugly unleashes troll an ugly troll that plots that to transform plots children into the wooden dolls wooden in the town of Briarville, Missouri. Missouri. Dear God. All right. Pretty good. Briarsville, Missouri. You owe me a Coke, James. <laughs> Uh, I drank your Coke. Um, Man, come on. I, yeah, I, I, that, that I, I don't know that I have a synopsis that makes more or less sense than that, I guess. Uh, Ernest, everyday no, hero, Ernest, garbage man, goes. Ernest, lovable local Ernest, uh, unwittingly, like, is a descendant of this, someone in the... It, it starts out sort of like a hocus-pocus situation. You got this evil troll, and he's going around chasing some little kids, right? And then you got uh, Phineas Earl. I, I don't remember his name, but you got Earl's descendant. He's a preacher or something, and he traps the troll away in a tree. And as he's doing it, he says, Oh, you, one of your descendants is going to set me free. Amen. Oh, and he cursed them, and they got stupider and stupider, right? Yeah, they got progressively dumber. Yep. Yeah, and then we get Ernest, and yeah, sure enough, he—I don't know if he's dumb. He's just kind of, kind of Mr. Magoo. You know? Yeah, he, he's just a likable guy that that a lot of people write off, but yeah, he's not bad intentioned and kind of does his own thing. Anyways, yeah, and he sure sure enough, he <laughs> he woke that old. That old troll up, didn't he? He really did. Brought the to- troll out, and the troll all of a sudden started having these little troll yeah. eggs that he planted kind of around. And... Yeah, well, uh, so from the tree, he said some words on the tree. Troll. I don't remember. It was a funny scene, though. And uh, troll starts sprouting little uh, Brussels sprout babies from the tree, and he needs to chap- capture five children's souls, turn them into wood dolls, put them in the tree, and then... And then, uh, yeah, the babies will come. Lots of trolls will be there. And uh, What am I missing? That happens, and uh, then there's a fight. Yeah, I mean, Ernest is the the driver of, or the manager of the, not manager, but the, the worker at Ruthless City Sanitation. Um, and uh, <laughs> just like his fourth grade teacher used to say, he never knows how to give up or quit. Um, and as a driver of the garbage Smack truck, he feels like a captain of his own ship, a master of his own fate. And he deemed himself the great redneck hope. Um, no, I think uh, Aretha Kitt did. Okay, yeah, so she she deemed him the great redneck hope. Yeah, he, he, embra- he, embra- I he, gotcha. he embraced it. He, just, he certainly embraced it. Um, yeah, but. Uh, so, yeah, it's a kid's movie if anyone's never heard of it. Uh, or, or of Ernest. Because they're all children's movies, but. Uh, 
I, I quite enjoyed it. How about have you seen it? Was it a family or a kid favorite? Oh yeah, we watched it a lot growing up. Absolutely. Um, there were a lot of really fun lines that I remembered hearing, but didn't really remember that they came from this movie. So like, the bark yeah, always I, grows I on the outside too. of a tree. Eat lactose slime ball. Uh, maybe it's just me, but I got a uh, Hoobie Hobble Halloween vibe from this. Like I, I really felt like it was sure. the same kind of thing. Which was like I didn't hate Hoobie Halloween for like for the demographic it was made for, so I thought this kind of fit into that. Um, what is Hoobie Halloween? It's Adam Sandler's Halloween movie from last year. Oh, it's on the Netflix. Yeah, not familiar. Okay. Um, oh, Huey, Huey Halloween. I did like the. Or is it Huey? Is it Huey? Okay, either way. Yeah, I did of. like the uh, all the the earnestisms, like I let the troll out. Know what I mean? All that stuff that only he did well. Which was fun to see and in, in here again. Yeah, Jim Varney, he, he really nails this this Ernest character. Yeah, this was his baby for sure. Well, to say even through like the final films, he always gave it a hundred and ten percent. Like he never, he never held back. No, it was fun. It was it was cool to see that. Can we so. can we play my favorite? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Please, Th- this is absolutely my favorite one of the yeah. entire yeah. movie. <laughs> I remember laughing pretty good when that line hit. I only had one father and didn't know him that well. It's pretty good. It was pretty good. So that I mean the first one that got me, first one that got me to laugh out loud was when the troll first comes up and he goes, "I sure hope you're from Keebler." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm really glad that we did the trade because uh, without it, I don't. Yeah know that we would have revisited or at least i don't think i would have revisited these movies and that they're just kind of fun memories to fall back on and and i enjoyed it as much watching it this time as i as i remember enjoying it when i was a kid i think it held up not quite as good as i remember as a kid but it was still pretty good seeing that intro yeah Yeah. that intro's epic well all the nosferatu clips and like bride of frankenstein it was like a good mashup yeah and in it, like for nine million dollars, the prosthetics and the troll, like it, it looked pretty good. Like it was very campy, yeah, yeah. certainly. But it, it's I wouldn't uh, call it like a classic film, but I would say it's like a nostalgia to the highest degree. So, and if you got kids, what's not to love? Like, do your kids like it? Yeah, I tried to get him to watch it, and he was just like, uh, no. <laughs> I don't think he would have gotten through the intro sequence. He'd be like, who is this guy? Sure. Yeah. Now, do you know where the, uh, you remember all the other trolls that fell and were running around at the end of the film? Mm-hmm. Do you know what those are uh, mm-hmm. reused from? Uh, I'm going to guess Willow. Killer Clowns from Outer Killer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer are Space. Are they really? Yep. They're reused from yeah, Killer Clowns? reminded me. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was the same guys who uh, did the effects. Yeah, that... Uh, well, Rob did some research. The the one the one no I no I didn't I just I recognized the one that was shooting the bullets I was like I oh did you yeah. nice because we <laughs> I don't know if I rec I, I do now that you said it and now that you put that out we there. did killer clowns right for Halloween a couple years ago no it was year year yeah. two I believe that's awesome well another another like killer clowns <laughs> hook we got a lot of a lot of podcast roundabouts on this one just, on the just family oh boy. <laughs> Oh, well, Some of these later ones, it's like, How about it's that? like wow, it was like the last 10 episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys oh, really cool. like the year 1995, let's put it that We've way. We've done a lot in the 90s. We have, um, 
No, I I mean it, it was uh it was a it was a fun one to watch. I really did like I love that I love that little dog rim job. Yeah, rim job and then like biting the heads off chickens, whatever is a voodoo. I don't think that's accurate. Thing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I may but be mistaken. He, he, that's why uh, I was under touchstone and not yeah, Disney. That's that's fair. Um Yeah, like all of the little Jason got Yeah, it. I got it too. It's just fine. Uh, <laughs> uh that all of them turning into like little little wooden dolls and all that, and then they yeah. just kinda popped up and everything was right with the world at the end of the movie. So. Zeke, when did you watch this movie? When did you originally do you remember this from your childhood? I remember from my childhood. You? Yeah, certainly. Do you remember the troll being like creepy and scary to you, or were you just not bothered by it at that age? This, the troll didn't bother me on this one. Like mm. I, I know I was bothered by a lot when I was a kid, but this one, I think, just because it was an earnest film, mm-hmm. like I, I knew it wasn't anything I really needed to be worried about. And it seemed a lot like a dinosaur, like the show Dinosaurs. Like it seemed kind of like that. But yeah, I, I liked it. It wasn't wasn't anything that seemed scary. It was just kind of a funny thing and earnest. You know, Ernest is going to win at the end, which was fun. It scared me. Yeah? Still? Today? Not super bad. Like, if, like I, no. Yeah, well, yeah. I was shivering in my boots. Yeah? Uh, just at first, I remember being spooked by it. Like, sure. It wore off. Well, well, I'm glad it wore off. As the movie progressed. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ernest is just a really... It sticks to his normal movie... Skiing, he didn't go visit Vern, which I, was, I was, couldn't remember if he did that or not, but he didn't. I was hoping he would. Yeah. The the two the, those two guys the the, the the bigger one was different. Like the, Bobby, the guys that were selling all the, the troll. Mm. Yeah. Hunting supplies. Uh, the bigger guy was different. I mean, for '95, Ernest as a garbage truck driver, uh, it's spending fifteen hundred dollars on troll hunting gear. Uh, coming in looking like Rambo. It was pretty good. He like he totally sold like he he paid his, all of the money he had to try to save this town that was ungrateful. Yeah. So I was gonna say, one of the little uh, say, when I was a kid, well, I didn't really know what like a huckster was. Yeah. So like when they were selling him all this stuff, I was yeah. like, wow, I can't believe they actually have like troll away and stuff like that. And I was definitely old enough where I should have known. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Because when I say this was 91, yeah, I, I should have sure. known better. Well, I mean, it's kind of a story of my life where I just can't walk away from things. But I remember being in New York with you on spring break that year. Oh, yeah. And you were taking pictures of me getting hustled by people. Like, oh. Just trying to, like, get me to buy their CD. And I just, like, talking to them. Didn't want to buy their album. But Jason just walked away immediately. He, like, he's gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm there, like, five minutes later. Yeah. It's... 10 degrees outside New York with the wind blowing. He's like, we have to leave right now. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you and my wife. Yeah. Not to bring her into it, but. Because yeah. honestly, there's nothing on those CDs. Those CDs no, are they're, blank. They're garbage. Yeah. No, they're not even garbage. There's nothing yeah. on them. It's like, sure. oh, I got the CD. You go, it's like, it's a blank CD. Mm-hmm. I just spent $10 on a blank CD. Sure. It's like, oh, I'll give you 10 for five. It's like, it cost them a, a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, we went to New York City, not to go off track, and there was like all the creepy people in like knockoff uh, sure. Elmo costumes and stuff like that. And so we get up off the train, go up into Times Square, and she thinks it's adorable because mm-hmm. like, oh sure, I'll take a picture with them. And then suddenly there's like ten of them are mobbing her because oh, it's man. like, oh here's an easy mark. Yeah, I was like, dear, they they want money from you. Yeah, and she's like, what? I was like, oh my god. And yeah. so I just walked away. I was just like, I was like, we're gonna go. Time to go. It's like, I well, don't want to be rude. Well, like, that's just the difference in where we grew up. Like, 
like here if people are doing that you want to support it and out there it's like no they've taken advantage of that so you walk away that's just how it goes easy marks you midwestern <laughs> and yet here you are <laughs> i know <laughs> should not one of you yeah there you go well what do you think rob well, I, I had, when there was when the huckster was selling him stuff, one of the adult jokes is not a, a dirty adult joke. The very last thing he sold him is a trolling motor that made me that made me giggle. Yeah, trolling motor. There was some good stuff. I, said, <laughs> I like when he had the trollway spray and mm-hmm. the, the the trolls on the like the the front of the windshield and he sprays it on the <laughs> yeah, yeah. inside of the windshield. And he's like, Get the troll. it, it worked. I can't believe that worked. Yeah, <laughs> which there's two reasons it wouldn't work. <laughs> One, it's not real, and two, you're on the wrong side of the glass. Yeah. (laughs) But I, as a kid, was like, oh, my God, it did work. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. The whole thing was fun. It was. uh, I guess if we're wrapping it up, I do have some quotes I liked. Uh, Right after he said, I sure hope you're not from Keebler, he says, I know Kung Fu, Tai Chi, Chow Mein, and I saw Hulkamania three times, once in slow-mo. That made me laugh. (laughs) And then the old lady, Aretha Kid, I don't remember her name in the movie, but she says, you're a bother to the whole planet. And I thought that, that was kind of mean. But... Aretha Kid? Old, old Lady Hackmore? Yeah. Yeah, Old so. Lady Hackmore. I assume that's Aretha Kid. Aretha yeah. Kid was kind of amazing, too. Like, yeah, she, she was wonderful her, in it. She always, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything she was, was just, yeah. like, no. banger. So uh, It was so good. Like, the whole time, I was just like, I'm so glad that she was in this, but that she was also in Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm. Like, her voice is just... Immediately recognizable. Yeah, and again, even I mean, you could tell she just yeah. She only want to be able to match Ernest like uh, Jim Varney and yeah. just being not over the top, but just bringing it, all that energy. Just leaned in that, like that a movie like that enjoyment. would be really, yeah. really easy to just kind of phone in, you know, like you're just kind of there. But like having people bring their A game was awesome. It was fun. Agreed. Until you got to Ernest goes to Africa. I, I have not seen that one. Oh, it's, uh, there are some poor choices made. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably why it's not on <laughs> Disney. No. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure they struck that one yeah. from the internet. Yeah. That's yeah that, that one's not good. I remember seeing that on cable, and I was like, sure. oh, oh, mm. this doesn't seem okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the next episode, right? Yeah, we'll we'll cover that in the next one. <laughs> yep. We can link it. I'll yeah. do it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past us. So, right on. Uh, one of the quotes I remember my sister and I used to say all the time, I didn't get it in when we were talking about that, did you hear something? Boy, I sure did. <laughs> Not a very memorable quote necessarily, but my sister and I said it all the Boy, time. Boy, I sure did. I guess that's it. Right on. Boy, I sure Real quick, give me, give me your best ahew. Ahew. No, you got to get... Ahew. No, that's fine. It's Rob's movie. <laughs> It's America's movie. You know what I mean? You got to do the little, you got to do the little mouth thing. You got to move it side to side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) Much better. Nice. All right. Well, uh, it's your, (laughs) your rate, man. You got one choice, boy. Sex or the saw. I'm giving it sex, uh, an enjoyable rim job. From the dog, huh? I thought that. Sure, sure. sure. I mean, whatever you're into. All right. I thought that would be appropriate for a children's movie. That's fair. <laughs> it is fair, isn't it? Money, money in my pocket. Money, money. I know how to count it. Money, money, money in my pocket. Money, money.
All right, I'm going to give this, uh, out of $2.99, I'm going to give it $2.15. Pretty good, folks. Check it out. You can get it for free on the Roku channel app. And YouTube. And the YouTubes. And apparently YouTube. Which I did not know when I went and bought the DVD. Like, I don't think that's too big, too big of a deal. Well, you, you like buying those things. That's true. I do. Well, what's next? Well, I suppose we can do the descent. What do you think? Let's do it. Okay. Are we diving in? Yeah, let's let's hit it. So do you wanna do you wanna read the synopsis? Yeah, of course. I'm not prepared. Are you prepared? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, go go right ahead. I'll pull up the next one. Alright. Uh a caving expedition goes horribly wrong as the explorers become trapped and ultimately pursued by a strange breed of predators. It's a a 2005 movie by uh, Neil Marshall. Written and directed. Do you know him? I do not. Written and directed by him. I do not know him. He directed the 2019 Hellboy. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that was the same person. It is. That is unfortunate. Yes. Yeah, his oh, other really? credits are oh. nothing notable. Yeah. As with everyone who's in this as well. I looked him up and I was like, yeah. So actually one of the actresses British. in this, like, I really like her work. Uh, Mayanna Buring. She's, I, I really enjoy her work. Um, Which one was she? She is the one that acts as a medic periodically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I was under the impression that James Franco cut his arm off in this film. At some point. No, that was a different what one. What was that one? Mm, I think 128 hours. So that movie was shorter than this one? Oh, <laughs> uh, I did get... Uh, it, it, there was a lot of... I, I, I feel like there were too many characters in this film. Um, Needed a body count. Yeah. They did. They needed a body count. But so the, the film opens. They're like doing whitewater rafting somewhere. Uh, and then there's like this really strange, like noticeably strange interaction with the three women and the guy's husband and daughter that show up. And then on the way home, on the drive back the, or to the cabin, the, the wife of the husband's like, what's up? You're acting weird. And then abruptly the husband dies in a car accident. And then... And the kid... And then it jumps, uh, the film jumps one year later in Deliverance. And, uh, and then they, the people are climbing again in, like, like nothing happened. Just trying to get back in, like, extreme dangerous let's, caving. Let's explain things a little bit. That little intro is pretty dumb. I don't really think they needed that. I'll give you that. But, uh, so it does establish that it's a group of female friends that are into semi-extreme recreation such as whitewater rafting or spelunking or caving i'm not sure i guess one is you're discovering a cave and one is you're, you know the cave i think what they were really getting into was extreme ways to die yeah well, that's, they didn't know that no that's that's true there were some so anyways, there were like eight of the, them the one the somewhere around there <laughs> yeah couldn't tell you tell you their names uh, anyways, the one girl's gal's the family dies, and she was having an affair with one of the other 
girls in the group, but the group gets together a year later to one of the reasons, or maybe the whole reason, is to cheer that Gallup whose family died with a caving expedition in the Appalachian Mountains. There's a lot that I didn't really understand uh, as the film, because like, there, there wasn't a lot of foreshadowing, I guess. It was pretty clear what was going to happen it, without the, yeah. the actual critters. But, like, not to spoil anything, but the the, the main... Pro, the main antagonist of the film is like very clearly just all about herself, and I don't understand. Juno. Yeah, Juno. I don't understand why she went out of her way to create all of this trouble to bring this woman back into their climbing group when she had been having an affair with her husband before he died, and well, that doesn't doesn't make any sense things are things are things aren't so black and white she wasn't you're evil and she still cared about the other the friend whose husband she was cheating with and the rest of them she was trying to make him have a a good time in a unexplored cave that she tricked him into she going. tricked him into going to an unexplored cave that she also didn't she, she file told the him, plan she told him they were going to one yeah. place and then she so it was took him to another just pure vanity that drove her where she was in charge and got credit and blah, blah, blah. But uh, She wanted to name the cave, didn't she? Yeah, she wanted to be able to name the cave. And then the the girl that, whose husband, the woman whose husband had died was like, what are you going to name it after yourself? But What? Did she talk about that in the first scene? Not in the first scene, but when they get in there, she's like, we were going to name it together. And the woman was like, yeah, you were going to name it. Okay. So, sure. Um, there were some fun I lines, like, I, I liked, like, it. I'm an English teacher and not a fucking Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, I have that one. Uh, I'm, I'm only looking out for you, and then I really liked the response, and I would appreciate it in small doses. Um, I would like to note that we should put an embargo going forward on bat swarms. Did not appreciate that <laughs> at all. I don't need that. You're afraid of bats, we too? Don't, I hate bats. Been, I've been swarmed by bats. I don't need any more experiences with bats in my life. Just, just stand still. Uh, I really, I think it would have been interesting to see the making of this film because I, they probably uh-huh. created the set in a warehouse, but they still at some point had to go to a real cave. Um, I don't know enough about it, but the, I feel like the PAs on this movie really should be given a lot of credit on like the cleanup that must have gone into this picture. Iguana? No, just like the, the blood and just like the, everything was messy all the time. And so like the makeup department did a great job and the PAs must have crushed it. Um, Singing its praise. Yeah, I mean, there were too many characters. There's a very weird you arc, but then you get like all, all abruptly when the third act hits, you get this really weird time machine kind of characters living under the ground and they were great what so they're so they're in their cave and they're they find out that they're not where they're supposed to be and they get in there's an avalanche point where they can't they can't go back and they discover that there's been other they find some old caving equipment from i don't know Early 1900s or something, let's say that, just to say that it's something, and yeah, and then they start discovering these creatures. They're, they're humanoids. They kind of look like uh, like the elves in uh, Skyrim. 
or the sure. whatever it's called. I haven't seen it. Sure. There's evil elves, anyways. Anyways, yeah, they're sort of like goblin little. I mean, they they could have passed off as like goblin vampires, and uh... yeah. And then they're all fighting for their life to stay alive, kill the creatures, and get out of that ding ding cave. Um, the, uh, I mean, the, the, I, I did like that it was like a colony living underground. That was, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, like the, that she thought she saw something and then didn't get herself convinced that she wasn't seeing something. Um, that was like, it was a good, a good lead up to what eventually went wrong. And then it just seemed like there was a lot of extra time when survival was the only priority to have all these other characters reveal their drama that seemed just seemed weird like it like it was unnecessary like you could have taken all of that drama? you could have what's that who else was revealing the drama? well because like the 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 one friend whose husband had died ran into this other like beth that uh was inadvertently stabbed by juno and then left for dead and then she was like telling her, like gave her her husband's thing that was that Juno had had, and I mean, all of this stuff didn't really matter. It, when it was like we need to get out of here yeah. right now, but they kept dropping yeah. like flies one at a time. Well, they're just putting the human element on it, man, making you feel for them. Like, oh, jeez. I mean, I did. I, I liked the survival part. I just didn't like the the forced other. It was it just it seemed like unnecessary drama for me. So, okay. Yeah. Um, thought it set the tone pretty good straight away. Uh, once I get into the cave, anyway, that's within the first ten minutes of the film, and then it's all dark and drippy, and uh, they're using flashlights and glow sticks. The lighting in in the cave scenes were was really cool. I did like that. Like it, it really yeah. set the 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 scene that they were they were caving or spelunking or whatever you want to call it. They yeah, yeah. They were in they like tight spaces and job. yeah. And it really lit up well. Um, so Yeah, and I think the creatures made uh they looked good. I think the makeup on them was good. The noises they made was good. I didn't like um, I I think that they went over the top a little bit on the foley. Or like when they did the ADR for it, like going to re record the voice in the control environment. Like a lot of the grunts and like eh, ugh. Yeah, like pulling themselves. Like there's just a lot of that that I could have done with with less of that. Well, not everybody's so astute, my friend. Well, that's fair. That's just, but they're not the ones writing it. I am. Good point. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's genuinely creepy. I could see how some people could be scared by it. Uh, yeah. Were you scared? I was not scared. Honestly, the the, the part the, the the part that made me unnerved the most was just being swarmed by bats. Like I didn't need that because I've been swarmed by bats in a cave and in my own room. Um, in your own room? Yeah, my bedroom. Growing up, how'd they get in there? They came from the attic down through the air conditioning vent. That would be traumatizing. Well, one of them hit the ceiling fan and landed on my face. One hundred percent. Do not recommend. It's not a great way to wake up. 
Uh, anyway, uh, the I did th- I'd really liked the creatures though. I think that they would have, like, if I'd seen it in a theater, I think it it would have been creepy. Like, a, it was creepy anyway. But to, like to see it the first time on a screen and have no idea, it would have had that kind of like a quiet place effect where people were like, "Oh, I gotta go, I gotta get out of here." Sure. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't <clears throat> researched it to the extent, but I think it was kind of a. Big surprise, uh, the quality of it's definitely well regarded by horror fans. Uh, I see it on best of lists quite frequently. Yeah. I personally, of course, like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like nobody really knew who that director was, and nobody really knew anything about it. It did, it had one of those kind of volcano. Um, Dante's Peak thing. There was another movie that came out at the same time. I can't remember. Oh, it was like the ruins or something. The cave, the cave, the cave. I think it was called the cave, oh. maybe. But at the same time, there was one that came out similar, but this was far superior. Um, hmm. Yeah, and I think that that last scene, uh, the showdown between uh, Juno and the main character. I'm not big on names, but like she's hiding in the blood pool. I thought that was really cool. That was a really cool scene. Like definitely a trailer shot, you know, like just something that. Yep. Like, wow, that's gonna stick out for sure. That was a, it was a great scene. Um, that whole scene, actually, where she's in that that pool of blood, is really cool with the characters or like the the yeah. other critters. And I really liked that whole whole scene. I, the only thing I didn't like yeah, about yeah, that ending that. was like the false ending, where you kind of like she's oh, concussed sure. and you have this like recreation of her having gotten out and then she wakes up and like i don't like i don't mind it if it's a theme throughout the film and you're not really sure what's real but it, there was another mm-hmm. film i watched recently where they did that and, or the series that i was watching they did it the first time they did it in one, one episode only and it's just like that's not really that's just just t- take it out like it it, it kind of took me out of it more than if they'd just not done it at all sure um, there were two endings. Um, the ending you saw was the one where she was still in the cave. Yeah, so I think I watched the 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 uncut. So it had like the ending. So okay. there was like the scene where she gets out in the yeah, truck. Climbing, I wanted to mention that when she's climbing up that line of bones. That that's that is a cool scene. Yep. Visual. So I didn't realize that was is it is it two different endings that I just watched back to back or is it not. Is that not how it ends? I can't remember exactly what it is, but the, like the the non-US version, they don't have the climbing out. I think she just is stuck in there. So they I can't remember the, exactly. The one that the, I saw it come like she the, gets the, out the other one is and then she darker. she like wakes, she like runs out and she's like weeping, gets nearly gets hit by a truck and then it, it ends in like a weird way, like she's worried about him following. And then she wakes up back in the cave from her concussion fall. And then it ends with her standing, like, listening to Juno get eaten alive. Gotcha. That must be the, the dark one. Then. Yeah. She gets out in the other one, for real. Okay. So, yeah, that was what I saw. Okay. Well, we're really scooting through them, huh? Yeah. We could have done, okay. done five There's, this year. Is this what you're it. saying? Stop <laughs> Speaking from the descent, the descent. Uh, it premiered at Sundance in 2005, hmm. and didn't get its U.S. release till 2006. That's pretty typical. Uh, yeah. Budget of about mm-hmm. 4.6 million, and it grossed about 57 million. 
Hmm. Uh, I think that's worldwide. So no. So huh. um, I did notable films. D- didn't do too well. <laughs> no, it's just poor return. So I'm I'm yeah. sure they claimed it as a failure because they always like to do that. So sure. Uh, so I did two thousand six did get a sequel. movies. It did get a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the descent yeah. to what was the, it was like a tagline for it too. It was like the descent to something, something. Back in the hole. I don't know. <laughs> More blood. More. Was it? I don't know. Was she just concussed? Okay, it, she's just in like a hospital bed. She actually fell on that. Water. She's like in the hospital from the car accident, and and the whole thing was. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the second. Then she goes, she goes back in to help people. Yeah. Uh, Two thousand six movies, because um, that's what I'm going by U.S. release, because that's sure. all that matters. Uh, the Departed, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Pixar's oh. Cars, X-Men Last Stand, Da Vinci Code, Superman Returns, Casino Royale, Mission Possible 3, and Zeke's favorite film, Lucky Number 11. It's a great movie. Where he made all of us go see it in college. <laughs> You're welcome. He talked it up for like three months. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. was fine. I don't remember anything about it. Oh. Is Josh, Har- Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I remember. I can't believe we had that ben coming Kingsley. down. What a gift. <laughs> You're welcome. Probably, probably made him go to Sioux Falls. Probably did. All I can say is you're welcome. You got one choice, boy. Sex or the saw. No surprise, given it six. Five stalagmites. <laughs> Way up. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, I like this movie quite a bit. Eh, maybe four. Four, I'll knock it down. <laughs> Out of a five stalagmite. Sure. <laughs> Scenario. Money in my pocket, money, money. I know how to count it. Money, money, money in my pocket, money, money. I know how to count it. Yeah, I mean, I think that I'm gonna give this two dollars out of two ninety nine. Um, nice. Yeah, it, I'm glad I saw it. You know how to just. I'm glad huh? I saw it. Like it was, it was a fun, it was a fun movie. There were some problems that I had I with it, but I, I think it was overall sure. well made movie. The way you discuss things, and it just makes it sound like you hate it. <laughs> yeah. What's your point? No point, just that. Yep. Well, uh, next up, do you want to read the synopsis? Last, and not least, though I'm sure Zeke will feel that way, <laughs> we have Lord of Illusions. A private detective gets more than he bargains for when he encounters Philip Swan performer whose amazing illusions captivate the world but they are not really what everyone thinks you and i watched this movie together today well just today together yeah. over zoom so. yeah yep. yeah okay. uh you know i i have never heard of this movie before um it was it came to my attention because it was an alternative to Congo. Interesting. Well, I knew I knew about it, but I wouldn't. So I mean, I'm sure that SD is going to have that. some things to say about this. Is another 1995 film. Same year as Congo. I see that. Same year as Congo. And the Mangler. How about that? <laughs> and Braveheart. <Ooh>. Wow. <laughs> and Toy Story, Casper, Jumanji, Die Hard with a Vengeance, and Pulp Fiction. Dang. Budget of 12 million, grossed about 13 million. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Uh, directed by Clyde Barker, one of only his three directorial films he ever did. This was the last of them. Um, starring Scott Bakula, the other one? Kevin James O'Connor, Famke Jensen, yeah, and uh, Daniel Von Bargen. It is interesting that this is a 95 film and uh, Femke is, I don't know how to say her name, Fem, Femke? Femke? Fem, 
thought it was Femke. 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 Um, she is a Bond girl from Goldeneye, and she mm-hmm. was in Goldeneye in 1995. So big movie year for her um, that she did both this and that. But uh, yeah, she did the movie this and that too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, X Men taking her to other <laughs> Wikipedia. Notes yeah, she's the the Phoenix or Jane Grey. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Shit. And yeah. Kevin J. O'Connor is uh, is from he's Benny from the Mummy series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess he was in There Will Be Blood as well. Small sure. Part. Yeah. Was yep. he? Uh, yeah, so Rob, um, I I guess I I was under the impression that Clive Barker was more proficient than three films. Like it seems like. Well, he's got a lot of things based on his stuff. Oh, okay. He's only directed, but All right. right, he's a writer. He he's self-proclaimed. He's like I am a writer, not a director. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he only did the original Hellraiser, and I'm assuming he did Nightbreed. He directed that, I'm pretty sure, and not. Razor 2, but that would be my second guess was his third movie. Mm. It wasn't Nightbreed. But yeah, yeah, he's got other things based on him. Uh, I couldn't tell you what off the top of my head, but so it's uh, he is oh, it, go ahead. he is influential in the horror world. So this is uh it's a it's it's a movie about it's a it's a shocker, it's a horror film about a cult. Um and uh <laughs> I forgot about that, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> or I probably would have left it out for your sensitive, um, sensitive and uh, and it turns out that their cult leader in this case is actually a demon, Mister Mister Kruger, Mister Kruger from Seinfeld. Yeah, Nick Nix is his name here. Nix. Nix. I like the names in this. Yeah. Nix Swan. Um, and at the very beginning, there's a fissure between the cult followers and uh, Swan leads a small group to um, put the cult leader down because this time he's gone too far he's taken a little girl yeah he's gonna we don't really know sacrifice her consumer yeah I don't really know either like everybody in that cult at the moment had like blood on their lips and was eating weird things and not to give anything away but that cult was doing a lot of weird things throughout this film so this was not out of the ordinary for them but uh nix is hanging on like this cage of bones uh yeah i don't know what like that a thing very was. Sort of very weird. much like a buffalo otherworldly Other <laughs> well he, he can actually do magic so he's really floating yeah that's true he didn't need to hang from it he could have floated on his own and the the the, he might have been hanging too. The cult building that's itself. That's part of the movie. There is real magic. Uh, real, uh, and why is that, Rob? Because illusionists get contract in Las, contracts in Las Vegas. Magicians burn. That's right. But, uh, yeah, like the Nyx becomes like this fabled, what did they call him, the, the Puritan. and uh, The Puritan, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, the the. He could have done any number of things, but instead he lives in this hovel with the cult, and they uh, have all these petroglyphs well, on the walls of looking like a demon eating humanity. It turns out that Nix is that. That's his. That's his. What his job is. Uh, and then we have this weird, like Constantine director or uh, uh, guy with with Scott Bakula. 
um, who has these nightmares from the very beginning that kind of go unexplained forever about, like, taste the darkness, uh, Daemon, like, it's been waiting for you. And I really thought that at some point it would explain, like, why he was having these, but it never did. Sure. Yeah, we, we missed the part where they bind uh, the Puritan and they bury him. So they end his reign of terror. Yeah, they, for they shoot time. the girl. Hunt to Scott Bacula, Bacula and his night nightmares. The girl that they had, kid, they had kidnapped, she uh, shoots Nyx in the chest and then other people shoot him and then they, they put this mask on him and they bury him so deep no one will Magic ever find mask. him. They screw it into his head. I call it the uh, lobotomy mask. And then they bury him in the desert somewhere. Uh, and then come to find out that Swan um, married the girl that he'd saved. Femke. Femke, yep. Um, Femke, whatever. Yeah, so, which I thought was weird. Like, it was a great turn. I better get her name right if I'm ever going to marry her, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> You'll have to learn that. Um, first, evidently, you have to save call her me, from a cult. Call me Fem Femke. Um, and... Uh, I, thought, I just thought that was weird, because she was very young. Yeah, well, they go over it. I don't think it was a physical relationship that was mentioned several times. She didn't marry him for a love. She owes him everything. I guess he... I, I think it was more of like a daughter thing, even though he loved her. He didn't really get into how he loved her, but it was implied uh, in in the special way. But she looked at him more like a protector, I think. Yeah, it did seem that way. Ben, a benefactor or something. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, I, I don't, and then Scott Bakula gets sent out to the, do this other detective job. It's private eye. It's private eye. Private dick. And, uh, he gets sent out to investigate, and he, the guy he's investigating is having, like, this weird, you know, having hookers and blow in the hotel. And, uh, and then he, he goes to get a palm reading, and then the guy there is getting tortured to death. And so Scott like abandons this other job that he was sent there for, and and kind of gets caught up with Femke's cult fiasco because people are like, it's Nix, he's he's back, and then yeah. So it's thirteen years later, and Swan, the guy that uh, bound the Puritan, he's become a famous illusionist. Yeah, not a magician. Don't call him that. Mention that. No, don't, don't ever say that. Uh, and he's rich, and he's he's sort of the David Blaine type character. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Femke calls him Mr. Sunshine, which is nice, because he's always gloomy and smoking cigars. I bet you like that. You like those things. I do. Havana's even. Uh, yeah, and then and then they had, like, one of the minions from the cult is, like, constantly just, he's been practicing how to resurrect this guy and release him. So, because yeah, they all lived, but, yeah. he doesn't change his clothes in the whole course of the film. He's wearing these this like gold spandex unitard, and uh, yeah, yeah, doesn't ever change out of that. So that's somehow giving him powers of resurrection. He probably washed. He probably washed. He did. Probably washed it at the hotel. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, turns out that Swan fakes his death so Nix can't get him, and then Scott Bakula and Femke they grand they uh, they have deep um uh, passion with the two headed two the monster with two the beast with two backs and and then uh they was like oh swan's not dead after all and then uh they inadvertently resurrect nix which was the point of burying him and 
It turns out that he it has an eye in his forehead, and he's here to kill everybody. But he wants Swan to hang out and keep him company, which is weird. Well, the spandex guy brought him back to life. He did, yeah. And and, and there's a whole bunch of <laughs> pretty dumb sleuthing, but it's going around at that magic castle in L.A. That's where this is taking place. Have you been there? I was asking you, but you couldn't hear me. Have you been to that magic castle? I have not been to the magic castle, no. Is it tough to get in there? Must be to the good. Magic Castle? I mean, I've never been in there, so it must be at least somewhat difficult. Well, you never tried. I didn't know it was there. Really? You never heard no. of it? Oh, it's a big... At least I'm led to believe it's a big attraction. Is it Disney? Jason, Jason, have you heard of that? The, the Magic Mansion in Yeah, it's, it's like uh, where all the magicians go. It's like a very, yeah. I don't know, prestigious um, group yeah. to get into. Well, I'm not part of that there. group. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so I'm not sure. You don't have to be. Rob asked you. <laughs> Can you do any magic tricks? Huh. Uh, Illusion. Tricks are what hookers do for money. Can you do any tricks? Uh... <laughs> no, I, I, uh, no, I can't. I can, I can like spin a coin in my fingers and make it disappear into my jacket if I'm wearing one. That's about it. <laughs> like I put it in my pocket. Yep. No, that's about it. I, no, not me either. Um, I did not appreciate the backseat of snakes that one of the cult leaders had before he went and ripped his hair out. No snakes. That's a. He wasn't a leader. He was. He was a just a guy who worked at a. Must have been a herpetologist. I really did like that. Yeah. That the, when Nix no, came no. finally comes back, he like has the ground swallow up all of his loyal followers because he's like, "You all suck." So yeah, so really, you're done. I remember that as a kid. I saw this as a kid. And that's one of the few things I remember. Actually, when I was doing a little research for this movie, I watched that clip, and that one actually like, that I did not like that. That that yeah. is the one thing I was like, yeah, it is okay. Most disturbing. of the things in this are awful, but yeah. that one was like, ooh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't care for that one. So it was impressive. I mean, it was good, but I, yeah, it left me feeling. <laughs> I sure. felt icky on the inside. That's the point, and it's kind of Clyde Barker's thing is to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, is I it? I wouldn't say he necessarily succeeded. Yeah. I wonder if they were like. Wholesome family events. <laughs> well, you did. Kids. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me know what your kids think of this you, one. You yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I did uh, like the line, uh, there's something terrible coming soon. I thought that they should have used that in the trailer. Sure. Uh, let's see. The one line I liked, I wrote down a few, but the only one that I think is really worth it is. She asks him who, or he, somebody asked him who he is. I think it was probably Scott Bakula. And he says, a man who wanted to be a god and changed his mind. So I think that's kind of what happened. He was thinking around with, uh, you know, magic and otherworldly stuff, gaining power to, I don't know if he wanted to be a good god or a bad god or not, but then he just kind of became a, I guess you can't even call him a nihilist. He became a, Something he just wanted to destroy the world, so he—that's what he was doing. Well, some sort of demon guy. Then he falls through a goddamn hole in the ground. Yeah, into some lava, straight down to hell. Took yep. the quick shoot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some interesting parts. I, I really feel like it would have made more sense if they had just added <laughs> Papa Midnight and John Constantine to this movie. Um, but like, I, okay. I don't understand Scott Bakula 
like is this private eye that clearly like he had just like the case that we meet him on is the day after he saved some kid from a exorcism and he has these like visions of demons that go 100 percent they referenced that he was always into the weird stuff like the guy that hired him to go to la this is your kind of thing or whatever so it implied that he was always taking weird cases that weren't natural necessarily yeah then he has like this very ornate tattoo on his back that i don't understand yeah just because he's cool i guess shows that he's he's into tough the occult yeah yeah all right <laughs> what a Halloween. okay well what else, what else do you have to say about it no nothing I, I i really like it it's a wednesday was a childhood favorite but i watched it once or twice back when i was younger probably in my i don't know late teens early 20s and i remembered it being quite good um i still feel that way sure I think uh, everyone had good performances. Uh, Kevin J. O'Connor, that's the mommy guy? Yes. Swan? Yep. Yeah, I, I really liked him. Yeah. I think uh, Kruger, uh, the, the, the Puritan. Nix. 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 I think he did. I think he did. I think he's, I don't really know what he's known for. I only know him from Seinfeld, but the transition from Seinfeld to this, that's, that's some good good uh, range as i'm fond of talking about yeah he had a uh, he had a really good character like i didn't have any problem with with his role in it yeah he mostly did tv um the other two notable ones are uh, malcolm in the middle and super troopers hmm. oh yeah he was the leader of the the cops leader <laughs> chief yeah he was the leader of the cops <laughs> say shenanigans one more time hi i'm the cop leader <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, still, hey, that guy can, that guy can act. Neat. He died in 2015. Yeah, I thought thought he might have, I couldn't remember. Did he? Because it's only been seven years, and the Puritan could come back. No, he he put a bullet in his head. Oh, okay. Actually, he didn't die. He didn't die from that. No, he had, he had a a leg amputated, and it was uh, issues with diabetes. Oh, dang. And right. probably oh, the bullet in his head didn't help the situation. So, yeah. Okay. I did some research. Yeah, you did. I you did went some dark. Uh, research. Wait, deep, dive. deep on that he, he one. Tried to kill, he tried to kill himself and he survived, but then yep. diabetes got yep. him? I think so. So, oh, what wow. a turn. I'm always curious when, when actors, I, the, one, the first thing I look at is when people have passed. Because it's like, oh, damn. Yeah. I'm gone. So, yeah. All right. Well, we want to rate it. Rob, you got something else? No, that's All it. Right. You got one choice, boy. Sex or the saw? It's definitely sex. I didn't come up with anything clever for this one, so we'll just call it. Let's see. It's just good old romping the in the, in the muck. You get swallowed in by the, the floor and then hope to come again thirteen years yeah, later. Again, good and, got good, good and wet. Yep. Oh. <laughs> it just dries up like the desert. <laughs> Money in my pocket, money, money, I know how to count it. Money, money, money in my pocket, money, money, I know how to count it. All right, so I'm going to I'm gonna say out of 299, I'm going to give this, it is the lowest rating of the three, but it's not It's not bad. I just, I like the other two better. I'm going to say it's uh, yeah. $1.85 that I give this one. 
Damn, uh, that's pretty. Pre- pre- yeah, that's that's pretty damn good. It was it was long. I really like I really like the actors in it. I like all of the acting performances. Yeah. Uh, I think that I think it was long, and there was some stuff that didn't make sense. But yeah, overall, I, I think it was a it was a good movie. So I think it would have helped if Clive Barker, is... you know, had been a director. Um, I think that would have helped, but. He was the director. He was the director. I'm saying, like, if he was, if he would have thought of himself as a director, to let's try to like oh, hone that skill a little bit, and not sure, not just have it be a story he was telling for the sake of telling it. Well, it's hard to say when he he might have done these three movies and they all, I'm sure, bombed. Yeah, I don't know about Hellraiser, but I'm sure this obviously we would have got one million over it. So he probably said that afterwards. He's like, all right, that's fair. Back to the books, baby. Yeah. I think that there was something something in this one um like it had has some elements that are of other films that are similar but they they just made it a little bit more commercial um but it did have a, it had yeah, a good yeah. like yeah. certainly a 95 vibe that uh had good acting in it so yeah yeah well i'd say this is the most successful halloween since the first year yeah i would agree nice work man most low energy maybe <laughs> well you're you're sick but that's okay. and uh yeah, it was it was good though. And you're a grumpy. I am grumpy. That's okay. So well, thanks, man. Happy Halloween. Cool. Yeah, happy Halloween to you. Appreciate you taking the time, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll have to see. We'll we'll check our. Uh, uh, I forget the term, but we'll look see how many listeners we have. See if three is better than five. Yeah, Jason. We'll, we'll put it to a vote. Statistics. <laughs> you still made it an hour. Don't feel too bad. that's funny we get two more in a half hour yep anyways all right well everybody have a happy halloween uh i guess that's all uh remember don't be a sucker it's been a slice happy halloween man Uh, if you need us just yeah happy halloween okay love you bye Horse centipede. Yep, it's a horse centipede.